Ah, yeah, flick it in now. It's me, Alan Smith. We'll be publishing stories out of the newspaper on Tuesday, May the 16th. So, uh, front page of paper today is a new mum sobbed after killing biker in D-side smash. So, oh, that job. A remorseful mum broke down in tears in court as she admitted killing a motorcyclist in a horrific D-side road crash. Um, so, the wife yesterday pleaded guilty to causing the death by careless driving of... Uh, the money in the smash on the A93 near Mains a Drum. The Berlin Sheriff Court heard uh, the wife of uh, Faust Biden Bunkery had given birth to a baby boy just 17 days before the tragedy in October 2021. Um, her mother and two young kids were in the blue Toyota RAV4 from the Paul Dutfair Junction in front of the money's motorbike. And the 43-year-old money died at the scene. The court heard that in the immediate aftermath of the crash, a distraught and sobbing wifey said, I think I've killed him. His sentence was deferred. So, well, what a job. I mean, it's just um, awful. Um, you know, obviously, nobody can go to de- cause an accident like that, but, you know, it's just sometimes that's, it happens. And, um, you know, motorbikes are, they don't have a call protection. So, very, very sad story indeed. And, um, you know, the kid doesn't matter if it happens to her, doesn't get to bring the money back, but uh, uh, it's a good job. Not good of her. Now, here is a Tunk Man Gare to star in Beauty Panto. So, uh, Scotland's favourite Scotty Gare, Tunk Commander, will entertain the troops in Aberdeen this Christmas. The TV character, played by Scottish BAFTA winning actor Greg McHugh, will star in His Majesty's Theatre's Pantomime Sleeping Beauty. He joins pantomime, Panto Dame Extraordinaire Alan McHugh as Nurse Nellie McDuff and River City star Paul J. Corrigan as Slimeball. Aberdeen's in Danielle Jam he returns as a spirit of pantomime. Sleeping Beauty will be cast in its spell for December 2nd until January the 7th. This year's show has been written once again by McHugh who has been the dame at the theatre for 19 years. He's delighted to be back again and working alongside Corrigan. Maybe I've lost my place here. Um, who was Smee in last year's show, The Pantomime Adventures of Peter Pan. Um, Aberdeen Performing Arts Director of Programming, Ben Torre, said we are pure buzzing to say hi at Tigare. And gave him a huge uh, His Majesty's Theatre welcome this festive season alongside our beloved Dame Alan McHugh, our favourite cheeky chappy PJ Corrigan, and the fabulous Danielle Jam. There's no way more magical than uh, His Majesty's Theatre in Panto season, and we cannot wait to see if this amazing cast has in store. So, well, there you are. <laughs> That's the first mention of Christmas. <laughs> this is only the middle of May. So, there you have it. Um, an exclusive on the Doric Express. Um, you know, Christmas is just around the corner. So that's um, getting everybody ready for the panto. So, and that used to be a, a staple in the Smith household for the kids was little. We get into the panto every Christmas Eve, and um, it just took everybody's mind off the festivities. Turned them out a wee bit, and um, you know, um, 
just made sure that uh, Aberdeen had a good all Christmas Eve time, and then you know until they got to bed, all and then they went to go with their folks. That was um, broke their mother's heart. <laughs> anyway, you know, that joke aside, it was a, a very good, a very good thing. And I think one year actually we get them brewery part of and. Uh, I can't believe it was off, I can't believe it was a good year, but that was all right now. It's in a, in a quite on a par with his Majesty's Theatre, but um, no, I haven't been for a while, but this would be quite a good, uh, quite a funny money. Him. I did like that uh, Gary Tunk one if that was on, so um, yeah, I might um, splash out on some matinee tickets and gig along uh, and see if it consists of it. Yes, you can't beat a pantomime at Christmas time. Now here's rowers, uh, talk to the waters of Loch Ness as they get ready for Atlantic race. Um, so a Highland-based rowing team preparing to cross Atlantic have been out on Loch Ness for a training session. Team Atlantic R2R set off a Fort Augustus. Oh no, that's a rare place in Fort Augustus. Very, very nice indeed. Um, they set off there yesterday to row the length of the loch as part of their training for the world's toughest row Atlantic challenge. About 40 crews for across the world will row from uh, La Gomera to Antigua in December. <laughs> Finishing up in a, a fine place. Um, Paul Road Knight, a servant soldier with the 3rd Battalion of the Royal Regiment of Scotland. Uh, plumber and veteran Tom Parkinson. Sailor Jordan Parkinson and his dad Richard Parkinson are aiming to make history by becoming the first uh, Highland uh, Rowan team to take on the Gulen feet. Well, they also went to set a new record for a four-man team for the 3,000-mile race, uh, beating the current award of 29 days, 13 hours, and 34 minutes. Well, uh, they need to be as one minute quicker, and um, you know, Bob's your uncle will be in the record book. So. Um, the crew will row across the Atlantic to raise awareness of mental health. The cause is very important to the group, having all lost friends, relatives, or colleagues to mental health-related trauma. Um, a spokesman for the team said, For the last uh, two and a half years, we have been working in our spare time, sending emails, participating in fundraisers, attending events, um, completing courses, commissioning new state-of-the-art uh, ocean rowing boat, uh, planning logistics, and fitting and training. Now, all that remains is for us to get the required open water training complete before we set off in December this year and if it better place to start in Loch Ness. Well, pff, a very nippy place, I would say, but um, what a tremendous thing to try and do, you know. Um, well, you know, I don't think any amount of training will prepare him for the, the grueling task of what he did him, but... Um, Absolutely fantastic, and they're willing to get a go. And then, um, if you can manage to, well, if you manage to finish, that'll be a fucking great thing. But if you manage to win, I go, that'll be summies. So, um, yes, get the uh, rowing of all lads, and um, here's hoping you certainly raise awareness for that uh, worthwhile cause you're doing it for. So, well done. Now, here's a band tuning up for a trip down memory lane to mark his 60th anniversary. Uh, so an Aberdeen band, uh, known for its uh, upbeat performances and Christmas carol concert, is uh, looking for past members to help mark a milestone anniversary. The Bon Accord Silver Band uh, is inviting past members to take to the stage for its upcoming 60th anniversary concert. 
the 50 members of the two bonds in the organization, the Silver Bond and the Silver B Bond. <laughs> it's, a, it's a practice about me, maybe the B lads. Um, um, anyway, they are preparing to take the audience on a trip doing memory lane at the Tivoli on June the 18th. Concert coordinator Richard Kidd said they are uh, excited about the opportunity to perform at Aberdeen venue for the first time in a good couple of years. He said, we've got some uh, bits that are a homage to their founder, Stuart Watson, and the music he liked. And then we've got uh, some really modern contemporary music in the second half. There's some film music and some of the best brass solos in the country. Um, a real mix-up program and variety of something for Aberdeen. The Bonacord Silver Band was founded by the late Mr. Watson in 1962 to give young brass and percussion players the opportunity to play in a band after they left school. Mr. Kidd added he always liked to finish his concerts with a piece called Hootenanny, which is a big old-fashioned crowd-pleaser. Well, if it's like uh, Jules Holland Hootenanny, it'll be a good affair, I would think. Um, so we've asked ex-members if they'd like to come and join us on stage at the end. It could be a noisy finale. You might even be able to hear us for Union Square. Over the past six decades, the band has gone for strength. The strength building up a strong reputation in the world abandoned. They compete in three or four contests a year and support a number of local charities. The band has played in the National Brass Band Championship Finals in the Royal Albert Hall oh, in London four times, most recently in October 22. That's the pinnacle of banding in this country, <laughs> Mr. Kedad as well. Uh, that's easy for him to say. One of their biggest achievements come in 2010 from the Bonacord Silver Band represented Scotland at the European Brass Band Championships in Linz, in Austria. Mr. Kidd compared this to the Gothenburg Greats beating Real Madrid in 1983. He said, in brass band terms, it's a bit like Aberdeen beating Real Madrid new. He said, we're mass massively out of our depth, but it was an amazing experience getting to represent Scotland against the elite of European banding. So, well, down to him. So, so the show is going on to Tivoli on uh, 3 o'clock on Sunday, June 18th. And tickets can be booked via the Aberdeen Performing Arts website. So if the brass bands is your thing, then get yourself in there and grab a ticket whilst you can. But, um, absolutely fantastic. Well done to them. And um, yeah, I think it maybe wouldn't be Aberdeen's cup of tea, but it sounds like it might be a good laugh. So uh, here's hoping they get a very good turnout and they find a good buckle that all members are still able to um, play a tune on their brass instruments as it is the play but uh, yeah it's maybe just an outside and listen to hooting on it might be very good indeed so well done to them now here's a charity bungee challenge at the beach so a northeast charity is calling on adrenaline junkies to take a leap of faith with their latest bungee jump challenge clan has organized for daredevils to plunge 160 feet for a 60 ton uh, crane on the all tram lines near the beach ballroom no, thank you. From this vantage point, they will have a spectacular view of the North Sea before their descent. Oh my. And then they'll see it again, and then again, and then again. as the bounce back and forth. Well, anyway, the challenge coincides with the charity's Big Hop Trail and Clan's 40th anniversary, which sees 40 hair sculptures being the focus to celebrate the charity's dedication to supporting those affected by cancer. Registration for the Big Hop Bungee, taking place on Saturday, August 19th, is now open. 
participants are required to pay a £40 sign-up fee and raise a minimum of £100 in sponsorship to secure their place. Spectators are welcome to support participants on the day and refreshments will be available. Uh, for more information and to register, visit the website uh, clancancersupport.org forward slash fundraising forward slash events forward slash big hop bungee. So, well, if that is your thing, or you can, somebody if I would like to do anything like that, well, I'm Kenny Brooks, and, and they do it's a fantastic cause, but um, I just I just <laughs> could not uh, do that. I could not uh, jump off edge or something. It's uh, just held on me a bit elastic. No, no, thank you very much. I'll rather, um, rather donate a couple of quid, I think. That would be um, far better for my health. And, um, you know, some folk just love all these things, but... Nope, nope, nope. Well, I have a, a very serious affliction with the old heights of Nekin and heights of Anna. I remember way, way back in the for honeymoon, actually, when we get to Gibraltar and uh, way back in time, and then um, we 39 years ago this November, and then um, we got up in the cable car to see the monkeys up uh, up in the the hell, and then. Um, when we got out the cable car, oh my god, it was the rickest, ricketiest little old wooden briggy thing you've ever seen to step off and then, you know, going along to the car park, but after it was, but it was, oh my god, I could hardly set my feet out of the cable car onto the, the wooden boards and the, you know, it's awful. So anyway, that was alright, we didn't see the monkeys and they were just hell of a cheeky beast, to pinch or anything off you, just, um, no fear to turn anybody off. So anyway, that was our everything. It was time to come doing. I says, well, no, no, I no way am I getting back on that thing. I just can't hang up that brig. just no way. Um, so we walked doing the the Gibraltar hell after um, seeing that the Barbary monkeys. And then um, my wife says, well, says I wouldn't be doing that. No, I'd just be getting the cable car back to myself, and you could muck it in while doing so. But you know, we're just. Um, in love with them days, I suppose. <clears throat> now, just finish up with sport as normal, and the uh, back page of paper today is a uh, don't say no to fielding Colts in disputed league. So, Aberdeen have rejected the chance to enter a Colts team in the SFA's controversial Conference League and revealed three key factors ahead of the decision. The Dons had been invited to join Rangers, Celtic, and Hertz B teams in the proposed new fifth tier, which would sit below the four. SPFL divisions and is set to kick off our 24-25 season if the plans are voted through next month. Uh, under the proposals, four Premiership Colt sides will be joined in the league by four Lowland League teams and two Highland League clubs, uh, with all other sides at fifth tier level and below effectively relegated down the pyramid by one rung. Backers hope it will guarantee Scotland's brightest under-21 talents increased competitive game time and aid in their development so well. Aberdeen have said uh, no to this, and the detractors oppose an attempt to shoehorn top flight Colt sides into the senior leagues and enforce relegation of hunters and non-league clubs as a result. Um, so, uh, Chief Executive Alan Burroughs said the club estimated conference league involvement would cost the Reds about half a million, well, £400,000 a year, um, an additional £300,000 on top of the £100,000 yearly entry fee demanded by the Premiership sides involved. The Dons' existing model for players who are over 18 but not yet ready for regular first-team action is to loan them out to Championship 
League One, League Two, and Highland League teams in there, saying they're quite happy with that. So, um, can I make sense if they're going to get game time somewhere else? Um, but you know, I'm sure the big bosses will have their way come at end. So we'll see if it happens with us. But Aberdeen says no. But anyway, come on, Aberdeen. Now that's me done for the announcement. The wee booklet stories of today's presents are now on Tuesday, May the sixteenth, twenty twenty-three. So um, it's been a rare day up in the Aberdeen Sunday. So it was, um, I, you know, you thought it was just going to be a big shoot of rain. It was a close, nothing like that. But um, nothing of our came really. It was just um, quite a, a pleasant afternoon. Actually, the clouds disappeared and it was, um, yeah, half decent. So we're kind of hoping the rain's going to bite a while for a move. Had plenty, I think, but um, yeah, tipped up there. So anyway, thanks very much for listening to this podcast too. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it, and um, if you can, if you can hear yapping in the background, that's um, that's um, my daughter phoning my missus again. So you know, I think the good man is we um, without a phone line really. But anyway, hello Ashley, um, I hope you're fine. Um, and that's like I say, that's with two doors closed in there. Soundproofing and nothing, and you can still hear him yapping. So, uh, anyway, as I say, thanks for listening to this podcast. New, um, hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please make sure and uh, tell either all Northeasters about it or young Northeasters for maybe, um, then I listen to all this new and name it their father by the only in the world. They can uh, tune into Doric Express, they can follow us on Spotify. That's a, that's a way forward, apparently. So, um, you know, get yourself your gut with that. Um, in the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo. Constitution, stick the book, the rules are there. Longfield, Nelfield, Manorfield, and Panorfield. Hearts of local stories that you believe in a kid.